Hello and welcome everyone back to Spotlight Impressions for this back-to-back episode uh, series of the play-in and first round of the NBA playoffs. In this episode, we're going to discuss the Western Conference playoffs. Uh, Just the play-in and the first round. Again, to preface, um, I am a Boston Celtics fan. I consider myself pretty knowledgeable about the NBA, but most of what I know comes from watching Celtics games. I watch a few other games, but most of them are Celtics games, Uh, and then reading, looking at box scores, listening to podcasts, so I spend a lot of time reading about or listening about the NBA as well as watching, but uh, I have not watched hundreds of games this year or anything like that, so uh, we're going to be talking about the Western Conference teams, same format as the Eastern Conference podcast, Uh, we'll start with the play-in. This is such an exciting play-in game. The 7-seed Los Angeles Lakers and the 8-seed Golden State Warriors. We have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Stephen Curry all in one play-in game for the 7-seed. So, this is not an elimination game. The loser of this game can still make the actual playoffs, but incredible that these two teams made it here. Um... I actually thought that the Warriors were probably going to end up in the play-in. I didn't preseason think that they had enough to be one of the six best teams, but uh, (laughs) no one that I know of had the Lakers in the play-in game. And of course, there were extenuating circumstances. Um, They were the one or two, I think they were like the two seed in the West for a good portion of the season. Uh, But then different varying injuries to Anthony Davis and LeBron James have kept them out. I mean, LeBron James was in the MVP MVP race for a while before he went out. So uh, there is a little bit of a caveat to that, but that does not change the fact that the Lakers are in the play-in, which I think is very funny. Um, And it's just great for entertainment. I mean, this is legitimately... um, Lakers-Warriors might be the matchup of the first round, and we're only going to get one game of it. Uh, But... Uh, going to the actual game itself, it's tough to gauge Los Angeles right now. Uh, I looked at, at least on FanDuel, I thought this was incredible. The Lakers are still the betting favorite to win the Western Conference. They are in the play-in game, so there is an early chance of them getting eliminated. And re- even if they don't get eliminated, they're going to have to play either a one or a two seed in the first round. Uh, their, uh, their theoretical path to winning the Western Conference Finals could be you have to beat the eight-seed Golden State Warriors in the play-in, beat the two-seed Suns, beat the three-seed Nuggets, and beat the four-seed Clippers. Like, that is such a gauntlet that they would have to go through. They are capable of going through that, though. Uh, I mean, they won the championship last year. It is fair to say that they have a chance to win it again this year. Uh, They were definitely my pick preseason to do so. Uh, There are a few teams that have kind of made that interesting, and then just the uncertainty surrounding the team makes it... um, I mean, I, I can't say it with too much confidence. Uh, and then you, on the other side, you have the Warriors, so... With, uh, I know this Warriors team isn't the championship Warriors team. Obviously, there's no Kevin Durant, but you also have an older Draymond Green who does 
almost no scoring. He's still a great passer, he's really smart, and he's a great defender. But uh, he is out there having like zero points, two points, four points all the time. Uh, so uh, I'm interested to see if he steps that up a little bit in the playoffs. Maybe he was just taking things easy. Um, but really, this is this is the Stephen Curry team. Uh, you've got Draymond Green there. Andrew Wiggins is putting up some numbers. Juan Toscano Anderson is doing stuff. I know. Um, it's, he's not literally alone, but Stephen Curry is this team. Uh, they are going nowhere without him. Um, whether that be, even if he's not having a phenomenal scoring night, which I'm going to guess he has 30 points in this game. Um, he just had 46 in the game that clinched this 8 seed spot for them. That could very well happen again. Uh, but even on those nights where he's not scoring like crazy and just pouring it in, he's a smart passer and he creates so much space. It is unreal when you watch these games. He demands so much attention on the uh, when they are on offense and the opposing team is on defense that it should make the game a lot easier for his teammates. One of the reasons Draymond Green is so good is because he's able to see the floor with this spacing. Sure, he'd probably be good on another team without that, but Curry makes it easier for everybody. Um, so I am very, very excited to see this one game. Uh, winner gets the seven seed. I still have to lean towards the Lakers, but there's so many question marks around them. Is LeBron James going to be more or less healthy? It looks like he is. Is Anthony Davis healthy? Is Dennis Schroeder going to be okay? Is Montrezl Harrell doing everything he needs to be doing? Um, they are a little bit tougher to gauge. I don't think they're quite as good as they were last year, even when healthy. But I'm not betting against LeBron James and Anthony Davis in a one-game theoretical must-win Uh, I'm going to take the Lakers here. So then that means the Warriors would be playing the winner of the 9-10 game that is against the Memphis Grizzlies and the San Antonio Spurs. I am, I guess, impressed that the Spurs were able to get here. Um, I think it was probably more telling that the New Orleans Pelicans failed to get just the 10th spot. Um... I feel fairly confident saying the Grizzlies are going to win this game. I think they, they're obviously younger. I think the Grizzlies are the youngest team in the NBA. But I think they have more talent. Um, DeMar DeRozan is still good for San Antonio. Uh, he had a borderline all-star season. And, I, I mean, he's going to be able to do stuff in the playoffs. He's got plenty of playoff experience. Uh, he is going to take advantage of those uh, young defenders on Memphis. But... Uh, it's just hard for me to imagine with the Grizzlies knowing that this is a must-win game because this this is a, an elimination game. Whoever loses this is out of the playoffs. I think the Grizzlies are going to get up for this game. They're going to fight, and they are going to beat the Spurs. That's um, I don't have too much more to comment there. So um, that being said, that means I'm personally predicting that the Grizzlies are going to be playing the Warriors for the eight seed. Um, let's just go ahead and say if it goes some other way, um, I think the Lakers would beat the Grizzlies. I think the Lakers would beat the Spurs. I would be flabbergasted if the Lakers went 0-2 in the play-in and missed the playoffs. Um, so that's not happening. I also think that the Warriors would beat the Spurs. I feel pretty confident in that one. More interesting by a little bit is the Warriors Grizzlies if they do as I'm predicting play in the game for that final eighth seed uh 
but I mean, they just played this game and it had pretty serious ramifications. The difference between the eight and the nine seed, although it doesn't sound that big this year, is pretty big, which is fair. Usually in uh, without a play-in tournament, the eight seed would make the playoffs and the nine seed, nine seed would not. So it, there should be an advantage to getting the eight seed. So the Warriors and the Grizzlies just played a game where they were both highly incentivized to win. It was good. It came down towards the end to be a close game, but Curry was phenomenal. Watching, I, I watched the tail end of that game, and <laughs> he's so fun. He is probably my favorite player in the NBA that does not wear a Celtics uniform. Uh, so given the fact that I think, I know the Warriors have the best player in that potential game, and we just saw them play and the Warriors won it. I think they're going to win it. Um, so again, kind of going chalky here in the play-in tournament. Anything can happen. Um, I think the 7 and the 8 seeds are going to advance. I feel decently confident it's going to be in that order also. Whereas in the East, I thought that was a little bit iffier. Um, the Lakers, I think, are going to get the 7. Warriors are going to get the 8. I mean, but a hot... Warriors game could give them the seven, and that means I think the Lakers would end up the eight, but I think they're the two teams coming out. It'd be fun to see Memphis get through. Um, Sorry, San Antonio, you've been in the playoffs a million times out of the last million and two times, it seems like. Um, So I think you're going to miss this, and I wouldn't be excited to see them there. But, I mean, it's the Lakers and the Warriors. That's Given their current construction, that's what we want. Um... So following the play-in, I'll go to the one and two seeds, which they have kind of that weird scenario where the Jazz truly, as the one seed, don't know who they're playing. It's one of those four teams. That's quite a toss-up. I think they're probably playing the Warriors, but we'll see. And then the two-seed Suns are playing uh, one of either the Lakers or the Warriors, whoever wins that first game. I do want to mention, because I think this is a more natural place to talk about it than when I get to the four-seed game, It seems pretty obvious to me that the Clippers intentionally lost their last two games to Houston and Oklahoma City, two teams who are actually incentivized to lose more than they are incentivized to win, and that dropped them to the four seed. Were they trying to avoid the Lakers? I don't even know what... Like, It's so hard to duck a team, given given the circumstances here, um... I can't imagine they were intentionally trying to play the Mavericks. Uh, Maybe they were, but I don't think that's necessarily a way better uh, series than the Blazers. Uh, I I don't know. Um, Maybe they prefer the Jazz over the Suns. That's a little odd to me, too, but maybe. So maybe they were trying to avoid the Suns. I'm not sure... The most logical thing to me is that they were trying to avoid the Lakers. And again, the Lakers could be on either side of the bracket because they're in the play-in. So I think it would be hilarious if the Warriors won that first game. The Lakers got the 8th seed and ended up playing the Clippers. Plus, I mean, I just want to see these L.A. teams play in a playoff series. Everyone thought we were getting it last year, and we didn't. Congratulations to you, Denver. You were awesome. And I'm glad it played out that way in many regards. But I do want to see a Lakers-Clippers matchup kind of hoping that happens one way or another this playoffs anyway back to that one seat jazz team that could play any of those four teams uh if they play the spurs again I'm, I'm not scared of the spurs i think that would be a pretty quick four game series most likely the jazz are good they've got a solid defense donovan mitchell is scary i think he here's a, a 
nice prediction for you. Donovan Mitchell is scoring 40 points in a playoff game sometime this playoffs. I don't know how hot that is. I'm pretty dang confident he's going to drop 40 at least once. Uh, I've seen a couple of Jazz games this year where when he wanted to, he took the game over. That's just going to happen. Uh, then uh, most of these teams are not going to have an awesome answer for Rudy Gobert. Some teams will, and he is occasionally a liability, which is crazy to say about the guy who has won, I think, two Defensive Player of the Year awards and is probably about to win a third for this season. Um, but against the Spurs, uh, uh, they're not going to play him off. Rudy Gobert is going to be great if that's the case. Or, yeah, they could play the Spurs. Um, and then... I mean, they've got so many other things. Joe Ingles, whom I affectionately call Jingles. He's so fun. Jordan Clarkson has just been a revelation for them. Uh, He's been great off the bench in scoring spurts. Ingles does a little bit of everything. He loves to pass the ball around, but he is slick with the ball and a pretty good shooter. Uh, Mike Conley is having a good season. Uh, Weird circumstances on how he was named an all-star, but he finally was named an all-star. I think it was kind of deserved. Very happy for him. Mike Conley is fun. Um, they have, let me make sure I'm not saying the right, the wrong name, Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, he's impressed me when I watch him. He's more athletic than you'd think. He's a decent defender, a great shooter, um, like crafty scorer. He's one like, he's not on that elite, elite level, but he can create something out of nothing better than most NBA players can. Um, this is a deep team, a lot of talent, and I'm probably leaving out other names that I should have mentioned. Uh, Royce O'Neal's a great defender for them. And uh, Derek Favors, they got him back, and he plays nice backup center minutes, however much they need him to play, or I guess they can put him and Gobert out there at the same time. Anyway, um, Jazz are fun. They're going to be good. They would destroy the Spurs, I think, if that happened to... I don't know how the Spurs would win two games in the play-in, but if they did... um, Memphis, I said I think Memphis would be fun, but I, I, I can't see them beating the Jazz in a series. It's hard for me to imagine them taking more than a game. I think that'd be a four or five game series as fun as Memphis is. Um, what gets really fascinating, I mean, there is a high probability that they are going to play either the Lakers or the Warriors. And if the Lakers fell to the eight spot in the playoffs they're the seven of the play-in but if they got the eight to play the jazz uh, again same thing about what i said in the play-in it's hard to bet against anthony davis and lebron james i think they would advance that would be close but anthony davis is the exact type of player you need to be able to play rudy gobert off the floor if you can get a big that is matched up on him who stretches the floor um you could try to put Gobert on someone else if Montrezl Harrell or someone was on there out there you could try to put him there and I mean again I'm talking about ways that you have to hide the defensive player of the year on other players and I mean you can still try to get a switch and uh, the Lakers are uniquely equipped to handle Rudy Gobert and I mean they're gonna have the two best players in the series that's just it they're gonna have the two best players in almost any series they play Uh, so I think There is a real chance that the Jazz lose if the Lakers fall there. Um, But the scenario that I think is most likely is that they're going to get the Warriors and they're going to win in 
I think I'm saying five games. It feels a little bit disrespectful to what was like... Maybe you can't call them a dynasty because they were only really, really, really good for four or five years, but... Like, that Warrior squad, Stephen Curry deserves respect, Raymond Green deserves respect, Steve Kerr deserves respect. I can't imagine, like, I mean, them forcing six games against Utah, I think, would be very impressive. It's hard for me to really say that they'd force more than five. I think they could win a game. Um, Curry might have 60 in a game. He's incredible, and that might be enough, but uh, really, uh, the the Jazz are too deep for them. Uh, I think... The Jazz would be fine against the Warriors, the Grizzlies, or the Spurs. I do think they need to cross their fingers that they get one of those three teams. They'd love to get the Spurs. I don't think that's happening. They'd probably love to get the Grizzlies. don't think that's happening, but the Warriors would be a consolation prize there. The Lakers would be terrifying. Okay. Uh, Moving on to those uh, two-seed Phoenix Suns. This is the team that will play the winner of the 7-8 game. And again, I said it about the Jazz. Uh, congratulations, you're the one seed. You get to play the Lakers or the Warriors. Um, even, I mean, the two seed, the one seed should have it better than the two seed. But the Suns are guaranteed to play one of these teams. And wow, I would be so disappointed if I were them. Um, the West legitimately goes back seven or eight, maybe nine. I'll give Memphis a little bit of respect there. Um they go back multiple good teams, but uh, that is kind of unfair. Um, knowing that they're going to play one of those two teams, though, the Suns haven't gotten to watch them very much this year, but I have some confidence in them. I thought, just looking at their roster, that they were going to be good this year. If Chris Paul was able to stay healthy, which I figured he would, not always guarantee, never guarantee, not always happened, but I figured Chris Paul would stay healthy, and he elevates Every dang team he plays on. Devin Booker is a phenomenal scorer. It sounds like DeAndre Ayton has really developed into a solid big man, a good defender, and capable offensive talent. Um, They have Jay Crowder, I believe, who was pretty key for the Heat in their run to the finals last year. Um, Mikhail Bridges sounds like he's having a phenomenal year. I mean, they're putting pieces together. They're exciting. uh, So I think... If they are able to get the Warriors, I would pick them to win. Again, I think that'd be a scenario of they'd probably win that in five or six games. But if they got the Lakers, I think that'd be a fun series. I think it'd probably go six or seven. Um, But there's a very good chance that they get the Lakers, and I'd have to pick the Lakers here. Uh, That they, They just have the two best players in that series again, and as good as Chris Paul and Devin Booker and the rest of them are. If the Lakers look like what they should, and LeBron is healthy and playing well, and Davis is healthy and playing well, it's unfair for the two seed to get stuck here, but I think that would be the Lakers. So um, very high probability that either a one or two seed gets knocked off here. Maybe both. That'd be pretty crazy. I don't think the Warriors are advancing, but they could. Um, So... Yeah, if they get the Lakers, I'm going to say Lakers in six or seven. That's unfortunate, but that is how I'm reading it. So <laughs> I feel bad for that, but uh, that's just how I think it goes. Uh, moving on. Denver, Nuggets, three seed. 
Portland Trailblazers succeed. Um, this is a weird game. Uh, I'm real or weird series. I'm really excited for the three six in the East. Uh, this one, however, it's fun. They've got two of the best and most interesting players in the NBA. Damian Lillard is a walking clutch <laughs> game. Uh, if that gets close, like you want to see Dame time. He's hit so many huge shots. He's awesome at the end of games. Um, so I think it, just his offense alone gives them a chance. Uh, whereas Denver, I think they would have been a sneaky title favorite if Jamal Murray were able to stay healthy. It seems like they've done really well since he went out. Um, don't know if you could tell I was whispering there. Uh, so, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has stepped up. They traded for Aaron Gordon, and that's kind of like close to the heartbreaking thing there is that they clearly cashed in some assets to get Aaron Gordon for a championship run. I think they have him at least under contract for next year also, but they knew they had a chance this year and they were ready to try to take that chance. And Jamal Murray's injury is just awful. I hate that. It's the worst part of sports when people get hurt and games don't play out the way they should. Um, but Denver's still good. Well, I lean towards Denver winning this series probably in five or six games. Um, I want to give respect to Damian Lillard, but we also saw him get swept by the Anthony Davis Pelicans at one point. So Anthony Davis is awesome. Drew Holiday's really good. Um, the Nuggets have the MVP. He's uh, Nikola Jokic is going to be the MVP. And I think... He himself should be enough to beat the Blazers. Uh, they kind of struggled in the series last year against Utah. Went down to the literal final shot of Game 7. Um, so there's a chance that they lose this one. But I think probably five or six games. Let's go six. Let's give Lillard that respect. Um, and then, I mean, I should mention CJ McCollum and Carmelo Anthony and Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, they, they've got some legitimate players, but I think Denver's going to make that work. Um, even if it's just those three guys in Denver going crazy, I think that's all it might take. Uh, so I'll give Jokic the MVP respect. Nuggets are moving on. Finally, I'm running a little longer than usual. We get to the 4-5 matchup, the Cliff Clippers and the Mavericks. I think this one's fun. There are a lot of nice players in it. You've got the obvious Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You've got Luka Doncic for the Mavericks. That's three players that you'd love to see in any playoff series. I'm not super intrigued as far as the outcome here. Uh, if the Mavericks were able to advance, that would be really fun. Um, just telling me that Luka Doncic won a playoff series would be exciting. But I think it would take a pretty collapsing effort from the Clippers, which happened last year. Um, but speaking of last year... This was a first-round series last year, and the Clippers won that one, I, th I think, in six games. Um, I know Luka had that crazy buzzer beater to win one of the games, and I think they won one more, and they were competitive. Like There was, there was some controversy in that series, but I don't necessarily think the Mavericks have gotten better since last year, uh, and I do think the Clippers potentially have, and they have something to really prove. If they flame out and bad fashion this year it's defcon one i think is the bad one they are in trouble so uh i think the clippers are going to win this one same thing kind of as last year 
I'm gonna say Clippers in five. Luca gets you a game. He maybe gives you two, but I think uh, the Clippers are gonna move on. It's not gonna go to a game seven, in my opinion. It's gonna be five or six, and I'm gonna say five. Um, so this is the weirder one. I didn't quite go chalk. So if all of my predictions play out, that means that my four teams remaining after the first round are going to be the one seed Jazz, the seven seed Lakers, the three seed Nuggets, and the four seed Clippers. <laughs> I say that that's kind of chalky because most people probably had the Lakers in there. Um, but that that's where I think we're going to end up. We are going to see here in the next couple of weeks, and I will report back to you then. Uh, we'll talk about what happened in the first round, and then we'll preview the second round. Uh, until then, stay safe out there, be careful, and uh, y'all will hear from me in the future. Bye-bye.